welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. I am your friendly neighborhood, DM Clinton, and I am here with the Warriors of Light. And in the lead is Inram, played by Eden. Hello. And Reeton, played by Nathan. Hi. Harper is played by Sabrina. Who will be dying in both cases. And Null will be playing Connor. Or the other way around. Whatever you whatever. You can't hear me right now because I'm in town. Yes, you are in town because you were overcome by a magical suggestive trap that sets you at odds with the party. You believe them to be compromised by Lamashtu's power, and they wish to sacrifice you and everyone you know in the town to Lamashtu. And so you teleported away to the safety of the sheriff's office. Harper did some investigations and found a fog-filled passageway. It was empty of any anything interesting. And she knows that there's a magical alarm there, but she just, it doesn't affect her. What do you guys do? Well, since I think Enron went up there and said he didn't find anything from either of the uh, passageways up there, if everything is explored here, we should probably just head back out and see where Noel took off to. Does anybody object? Sounds like a fine idea to me. So there's a trap-laden passage leading to nowhere. Right. That's what I That's what I understand, right? Okay. All right. And you wish to a- abandon this trap-laden passage to nowhere? Yes. Okay. From your hesitation, it sounds like there is something up there. In Harper's mind, there is something up there, but she doesn't care. Okay. She doesn't want to keep trying at this, and something obviously caused Noel to desert us, and right. we really shouldn't be proceeding with a shortened party. The yes. suggestion trap has defeated the party and gets awarded experience. <laughs> do, do, uh, okay, do you want me to go on the suggestion trap? I'll do no. it. No, no, no. <laughs> we have split the party. We do not do this. We go back. The okay. thing is, is, the suggestion trap did not hit like half of the party it's just that as we go through we're not finding any passageways and so i mean we don't want a game where we just constantly are going back and forth in there yeah i believe enron you you went in there and you uh looked down both the passageways and didn't see that was me oh i'm sorry harper went down there and didn't see anything in the aisles or anything so if there's nothing for us to do we should probably just leave yeah no there was just i mean there there were things nagging away at my brain but i wasn't listening but i couldn't find the passageways okay okay we're concerned about reeton going through and being turned just like apparently no he abandoned us (laughs) yeah yeah we don't want me abandoning the party so let's (laughs) go all right so you travel through the fog laden passages and find your way after some left and turns that seem confusing. Finally, you find your way back to the antechamber where you entered the complex and I'll move your tokens there. Okay. And we, from what I understand, we have explored all of these passages. Yes. Yes. As far as you know, you have explored all of these passages and have gotten all of the clues that you know of. Perfect. No, I know that this passage south, me and Noel were looking at it, but mm-hmm. I think we, we checked one side of it. We didn't check the other side of it. Okay. Would you like to check the other side, the 
This would be, you've checked the eastern side, but maybe the western wall yeah. is what you're interested in? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right, as you get about there, Harper, oh, yeah. keeping your hand along the wall, you um, have a chance to discover something, make a will save. A uh, 21. A 21. Oh, hey, there's something there. You discover there's a door there on the western wall. A door, wall. a door. I'll be right by her. Okay. Do you wish to open the door? Check for trap. I mean, yeah, I would check for a trap first. All right, just a second. Even though I think all the spell casting is the trap. Okay, you discover no traps. Okay, then I will open the door. The door opens and you see a rubble-strewn, collapsed passageway. About five feet wide and uh, long. I'm going to go in. Okay. You take a five-foot step in and you're in a tiny little room, five by five. The back wall had collapsed in on itself, and now it's just a pile of rubble. Okay. It looks like everything's just caving in on itself down here. Yeah. Do I see any other doors or anything that haven't been gone through? It doesn't look to be any, but they've somehow, the place has all the doors hidden over by walls. So you could be walking by many of them and never even know it. I'll at least indicate the two that me and Noel found before. There's this one down here, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Down to the far south end of the passage, yes. I'm going to go in here. And there was a meditation chamber there. Ah. Reed can become one with himself. In this place, it was partially collapsed. Yeah. Keeping your hand, scrubbing the walls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you move to the western side of the passage, you move northward. And you get to Harper with no further possible illusions. But even even if you pass by illusions, sometimes you don't find them. Yeah. So Sometimes Clinton rolls the dice and I don't find them. That is correct. I don't know. Okay. I don't see anything, but you guys are probably better on the willpower stuff than I am, so. (laughs) To me, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Did you guys want to keep checking it out, or did you want to go back upstairs? I think we should start getting upstairs. Okay. Let's do it. All right. What do you say, new paladin person? I think that sounds like a fantastic idea. All right. So, fresh in in Rom's mind is the way back. As all three of you uh, climb the spiral stairs, go up to the Catacombs of Wrath, exit out of the catacombs, and finally arrive at the entrance point where the rubble-strewn collapsed area that you had entered from the bottom of the garrison, the, the sinkhole. And there appears to be some people busy at work bricking up the wall. As soon as they see you approach, they throw their tools and bricks down and, and cry out and run. Okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to be like, okay, so this is normal, but I'm curious as to why they just did that. What do you mean this is normal? I'm a bugbear. I mean, of course, when people first see me, they're not going to know that I'm probably not going to eat them. I usually set people at ease. Perhaps I should go and talk to them. You know, I... I think that would be a good idea. I think you and Harper should probably lead the charge here, and uh, I'll follow behind. Uh, oh, and I'll activate my uh, my headband of disguise just to... <laughs> and what do you change yourself into? I'm going to change myself into a uh, just a normal human. Human? Human. Okay, human. Gen- a generic human. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you'll have to climb clamber over the half-built bricked wall 
and then uh, either climb up or go through the garrison. What's your choice? How much to knock it down? It's a, essentially a st- strength check. All right, I'm going to activate my rage and do a strength check. Dang it, only 15. Uh, that's enough to knock over the poorly and quickly mortared walls that are haven't quite set yet. All right. So you knock the bricks over with a, a clattering clump, and uh, you can now either climb up the walls of the slope that's fallen in, the pit, or you can go through the garrison. I'm choosing the garrison? Okay. So you go up through the garrison, and you see a number of armed guards at the top of the stairs leading down into the... Uh, the, the cells of the dungeon. They are town guard, and they're they're hiding behind their shields, and they've got their swords out, and they're, stay back! I'll put a hand on Reeton's shoulder, and, you know, look at him and be like, oh, let me try and handle this. I'll make sure my weapon is sheathed, and, you know, I'll hold my shield. My shield is facing away, and both my hands are open, and be like, good people of Sandpoint, relax. What is the cause of this distress? Why are you pointing weapons at us? The sheriff behind them says, It is reported that you have been infiltrated and compromised by the dread mother of monsters, Lamashtu. And uh, we don't know if that's true or not, but we are taking good precautions. Uh, Lay down all of your weapons and come peacefully, and we shall determine the truth of the matter. Before we do that... I'm not saying that we won't, but I am. who who was the one that told you this, propagating these lies? Your companion, Null. Huh. Now let's let's look at it this way. I'm gonna throw off my disguise. Be like, you know me. I'm Reeton. A gasp <laughs> goes throughout the handful of warriors as they're again shocked by your bestial appearance. Hey, how's it going? Uh, we we've, we've been through this. You you know me. I've been here since the beginning, right? Like, you guys know me. I used to be a dwarf. I came here. I protected Sandpoint. Remember, we protected you from a dragon. We protected you from giants and went and killed Malfeshnikor. I was the only one that did that. Why would you trust somebody you barely know, like Null, over me? Null abandoned us. Yeah. Well, uh, until we figure all this out, I just want to ensure the safety to my town. If you are going to cause trouble and sacrifice us in our sleep to Lamashtu, I'd sure like to know that that's true. We'd wake you up first. Let's let's just put down our weapons, and we'll make sure they're safe, and we'll get them back to you if once this is all cleared up. Okay, let us make a deal first. We are willing to do this, but you also have to disarm Null. I feel that's appropriate. Null, and he turns to the little weirwood that's standing next to him. Oh, hey, I was standing here the whole time. Which includes his spell component pouch. He's a caster. Not let him have access to that if we are not allowed our weapons. Yeah, that's fine. That seems only logical. Except the whispers in your head, Null, say, It's a trick. They're here to kill you all. I'm sorry, did I say that's fine? I mean... This is obviously a ploy of the agents of Lamashtu to get our guard down. I feel like now is the time we need to be vigilant. I'm not sure if you want like a diplomacy or anything like that. I, hmm, I, I, I agree. Uh, but uh, you were down in that dungeon too, Noel says uh, Sheriff Hemlock. Uh, I think it's best if all of the warriors of light disarm themselves. And the whispers say it's all a trick. 
It's all a trick. Do the whispers tell me that I can't trust the sheriff either? It doesn't mention anything about the sheriff. It's just your companions have turned. Hmm. Okay, but I want them to withdraw their weapons first. Is that fair? No. Hush, Reeton. Jeez. Let us also consider the fact that I am a warrior and representative of Iomade. Who is more likely to be corrupted? Myself or a mechanical being? Well, I have the construct subtype, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm not even subject to suggestion. <gasps> and that's the statement you make, I'm sure, right? Word for word, yeah. Word for word, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so I guess I don't want to put down my weapon. I'm going to glare at Noel as I throw down my, my bastard sword and then also my large scythe. Okay, the weapons clattered to the ground. Any, anyone else? Harper? Yes? Do you drop your spell component pouch and your weapon? Do you even have weapons? I was going to say. <laughs> you have a crossbow, don't you? I mean, I have it in a bag of holding, but I don't have it <laughs> okay. readily available. Harper drops a janitor's key ring of wands. <laughs> Hidden under her sleeves. So uh, do, are, are there any weapons visible? Nope. No! Okay. All right. Uh, Inram, your sword. Yes, I will detach my sword sheath from my hip mm -hmm. and place it on the ground. Okay. Then the sheriff looks at Null. Are you going to comply as well? Estoc sheaths kind of look like big conical baskets, like funnels almost. Mm -hmm. Sheath the Estoc, puts the safety clamp on it, and then attaches his spell component pouch to that and surrenders both. Okay. Satisfied, except although Harper, it seems suspicious you don't have any weapons. I go invisible most of the time. That's not disturbing. And I'm blind most of the time. That's also disturbing. So, okay, so um, <clears throat> they, they take you to a interview room where all four of you can be sequestered. Although the whispers say, don't let them near you. Don't, don't let them near you. They will sacrifice you to Lamashtu. Don't even know if Lamashtu would take a construct. Does a construct even have a soul? You know, that is, I think, a deeper question than you were intentionally trying to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and so now the uh, the priest, Father Xantus, appears and he says, I shall, he pulls a scroll out, we shall get to the truth of the matter. I shall create a zone of truth and we shall see who speaks the truth. I love this spell. He begins to cast the spell. The whole room is filled with a circle of glowing white light, and uh, the four of you are in it. No lies shall be spoken here. Yeah, are we doing individual investigations or all at the same time? Well, as Father Zentis was going to ask questions, but if you, the, all of you want to talk, you may avoid questions to which you would normally respond with a lie, or you may be evasive as long as you remain within the boundaries but you cannot speak any deliberate or intentional lies unless you make a will save. Okay. Okay. Now, if, if you wish to avoid the effects of the spell now, that is the time. I rolled a 23. Okay, that succeeds. Inram is not rolling. So Reeton can lie if he wishes. Inram allows it to go through. Harper. Harper has to be honest with a 13. 
Okay, so she allows it to go. And Noel? Noel got a natural one for a 13. <laughs> Not that he was planning on lying anyways. All right. Is it noticeable of anyone resisting? Uh, no. That's a problem with this spell. <laughs> Very true. It's only second level. Okay. Thank you, Father. Greatly appreciate it. Now, due to what we experienced down there, Noel walked into a fog and then casted a spell and disappeared. Clearly, he teleported. Now, myself and Harper walked into that fog and we felt something pressing against our minds. This makes me feel as if it was some sort of suggestion or charm type effect that has affected Noel. And so for this, I would like to try and cast a spell that shall help him. I'm sure you know of it as protection from evil. Hmm, yes. This is good that we should all be protected from evil at this time. Any disagreements? I can't trust that this is going to be the spell that he casts. Well, that, okay, I understand. May I cast that spell? I agree with that. The only reason I was saying is because I have the communal version and I can cast it upon Reeton and Harper first to show that there will be no ill effects and then continue on to Null and you yourself, Father. And myself, of course. I think I like this plan. Okay. It's a trick. <sighs> but I'd feel more comfortable. Probably Father's Antis would be the one doing it. Oh, yes, I can I suppose. I mean, he's got a bag of uh, various scrolls that is... He's like, oh, this is getting expensive. Uh, <clears throat> and he roll, unrolls another scroll and it says communal. Oh, yes, I can do this, I think. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, <clears throat> and he begins to cast the spell. And you may make uh, spellcraft checks to see what spell's being cast. Noel gets a 39 on a spellcraft It check. is a circle of protection from evil. That works. Which will allow you an additional, a new saving throw at plus two. Yes. To throw off the effects of this. So you may make a new save, make a new attempt to save versus the suggestion. I thank the father and I enthusiastically make a will save. I got a natural <laughs> one with a 13. Nope. So that's a 15 total. That is not high enough. It's actually a 17. Why is that? So protection of evil. Subject gains a plus two to AC and plus two resistance bonus on saves. Mm-hmm. Second, the subject immediately receives another saving throw and any spells or effects that possessor exercise mental control over the creature. This saving throw is made with a plus two morale bonus using the same DC as the original uh, effect. Okay. So resistance and allow also, yes. Okay. So yes. objection. What? Constructs are not subject to morale bonuses. Ah. Uh, uh, I think it would grant the reroll, but it wouldn't give the bonus, probably. You, you may get the reroll. With a natural one. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you failed. Don't trust their lies, Father. The suggestion is still in place, but nobody knows this. <laughs> All right, now that that's out of the way, does anyone feel any different? Says Father Zentis. Everyone sh- shakes their head no. No. <laughs> nope. All right, well, hmm. The next step is to dispel any magics that may be upon us. You are the one under question, Null, but I I believe all of us are under question here. Except for, of course, myself. Yes. Hmm. Okay, he pulls out four more scrolls. Let's try this. Do you have any magical effects upon you, Reedon? Not that I know of. Can dispel affect magical arms and armor? They kick back on after the duration finishes. It can suppress them, not dispel them. Okay. Um, well, let's let's see what kind of magic we've got here. 
and he uh, casts Detect Magic. And he looks at each of you. Hmm. He spends quite a bit of time. Hmm. I do notice that there is an enchantment on one of you. And it is null. Null, what sort of enchantments have you cast upon yourself or have had cast upon you that you know of? Plur and haste and nope, nope. shield, but all nope. those have worn off by now. Those are abjurations, and I don't see any of those effects. I do see, though, an enchantment upon you. Uh, Harper, let's see. I don't see anything special on you. Uh, Reeton, nope, no, I'm I mean, you have blindingly large amounts of magical effects upon you, but no spell effects like enchantment. No, I'm sorry, no. It looks like you're under the influence of some sort of fell magic. Lies. It's all lies. Noel goes into his bag and pulls out his Mr. Potato Head eyebrows, <laughs> and he puts them on at a suspicious angle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have facial features. You gotta work with what I got. <laughs> All right. Well, shall I dispel this fell magic upon you? No. And he looks at you like, with with almost like a like don't don't hurt me if uh, you say no. Just to get into the right mind space. Do I trust the mayor still right now, or uh, the sh- uh, the the father? I mean, the father was not a companion. So you, you're not getting told not to listen to him. It's just your companions. All right. If you think I'm under the effects of an enchantment, I'd subject myself to dispel. So he attempts to dispel the magic. He got an eight. The DC is like 25, I think. As the spell resolves, you see Null stiffen up and then just slowly fall backwards. <laughs> okay. Clatter, clatter, clatter. Sense motive. After a, a round of combat's worth of time, he'll stand back up and say, gotcha. <laughs> uh, Inram, you get a 12 on your sense motive check. Uh, you can't tell what that robot is doing. Gods, you killed him. <laughs> oh, oh uh, a really worried look on uh, Father Zentis' face. And then you, then it, Null gets up. Uh, oh, uh, hmm. I don't think anything happened. I think I failed that. Hmm. Well, guys, I say we leave Noel and we go find another companion. <laughs> Father, if the enchantment is still upon him, I do have communal protection from evil, which I can cast upon all of us. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's hope this works. Uh, does everyone agree to this? Yes. I mean, no, but I'm only one vote. You must defend yourself against this attack. <laughs> and then Enron casts it anyways. Yep. And it conveniently yep. gets on with the plot. Yep. So so I zoned out for a second. What what are we laughing about? <laughs> Enron's hand is on your forehead. Be purged. Boom. And nothing happens to Reeton. Right. Oh, hey. And he goes around not saying that to anyone else. Now, because this is a high-level spell, it will overlap the effects of the previous protection from evil. But this time, because the, because of that, I will allow another will save. I got a five on the dice for a seventeen, which means it's a nineteen, which is still not enough. Ah! <laughs> this is an attack against you, no? Obviously. I think I've had enough of mind games for one day. I think if we allow this trickery, it's only going to invite more damage. So what do you do? I question how long the father will entertain these 
agents of Lamashtu. Uh, I will not entertain any agent Lamashtu. I, uh, I, I'm not so certain, Noel, that they're not. I think that, that it may be that you who are, is who are confused. Uh, all the magics I've used have found that you're the one under the effects. Uh, I, I, you certainly don't have to believe me, but it would be a good idea to. And, um, well, <clears throat> I, I just uh, I hope that you come to your senses. Execute him. What? No, 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 stop everyone. Green, You're acting more and more like your bugbear countenance every day. If I were to do that, I would be eating you right now. Uh, he visibly turns pale. I lean over to Reeton. Reeton, you're sounding evil. <laughs> I did. I, I didn't say I was going to eat him. I said that if I were you're acting sounding like a evil. Book, whatever. <laughs> Noel turns his inquisitive eyebrows into surprised eyebrows. What? <laughs> what Father Santis le- leans over to Enron and says, "Perhaps you're right." What would we do if there was an agent of Lamash Two in the city right now? Would we just let them sit here and not do anything, or would we execute them? Historically speaking, we'd lock them up and then they'd get out. Right, right. <laughs> that seems to be the most logical step. I mean, not the luck getting out part, but we would lock them away. I mean, we we tried to bring them to true justice, which might may include uh, repentance. Then they would uh, go forth with their sentence, and then um, there's uh, you know paying back their debt to society and. Uh, all those sorts of things. So, uh, yes, I mean, yeah, that's what civilized societies do. They don't just execute willy-nilly with no proof. So my, my question is this. You can tell that there's a, possibly a spell on Noel, correct? Correct. Can you determine a time frame for that spell to wear out? Oh, dear. Let's see if it's anything like his suggestions. Well, and this is very powerful magic. So, you know, it, it could last hours. So how about we lock Noel up for the night? I have a better suggestion. We'll lock all of you up for the night. Excellent choice. I had a feeling. Actually, not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. We're, we'll, we'll feed you all. Don't you worry. It's on us. Actually, uh, I won't eat. I don't need anything. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I'm going to show him my ring of sus- sustenance. Oh, yes, of course. Magic. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Adventurers. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so um, follow me into your own cells. There you go. Off you go. There you go. You'll find your accommodations appropriate. Uh, we'll, we'll bring you blankets and keep you comfortable and bring you the finest food from uh, takeout of uh, the Rusty Dragon's uh, wonderful curries. Can I get a beer? Certainly. Yes, yes. I mean, this is a voluntary sequestering. You're sheltering in place. I, I think this is a wonderful idea. <laughs> We're staying six feet away from each other. That's yes. what we're doing. Uh, maintain your appropriate social distancing. Yeah, that's right. Very good. Okay. Problem shall be solved by, let's say, oh, this time tomorrow. And so it is. And uh, he, he, he leaves with a great proclamation. The, of course, the, uh, the guards are going to be nervous. Are, are we to lock them in? Is that what we're supposed to do? Uh, okay. And so they, they close the doors and throw the bolts, and they're all very nervous. Because <laughs> you guys are horrifically powerful. I mean, you killed dragons and giants and stuff. You think the guards are going to stand up against you? We killed a dragon in one round. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Reeton could eat his way through the cell in the same way that, like, a pit bull can eat through doors and walls. Yep. <laughs> and people. And people. Yep. Okay. Well, all right. So 
any of you attempt to escape, uh, know you are convinced that somehow, someway, one of them, is all of them, are going to escape, that this is all a trick, and that you will be uh, sacrificed to Meshtar. And because of this, Noel vigilantly stands guard the entire night. No rest. Well, no need to rest. Right. Okay, so you eyes glued to the door, 24 hours pass. Drinks, uh, pillows, pies from the local bakery, all of these things are provided to you as you are all heroes. And then, uh, all of a sudden, the whispers stop in Null's head. You are no longer convinced that they are going to kill you. Ah, shit, was I overreacting? I might have been overreacting. Fuck. Ah, well, is everyone feeling better? Father Zenta says. Pretty Ooh. good. You you want to heal me? That'd be awesome. Oh, certainly. I could have Sweet. also handled that. We don't want to waste your heals. I had plenty of heals, and we were getting a rest. I very much appreciate that you uh, offered to heal your own party members. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. I agree. So, um, what, what are your plans now? I mean, what have you quashed and discovered everything you needed to from the catacombs below? Well, we were going down one suspiciously narrow tunnel at the end of a pretty complex maze. From experience, I suspect there's still more down there. We just haven't found it yet. If I haven't already, I proceed to tell him about the scribbler. I feel like that's probably something I would have said already. Right. Um, he is appropriately horrified to hear that there's some being that was living under his town that is worshipping Lamashtu and over 10,000 years old. That is quite disturbing to him. Will wonders never cease? And you're going to go back down, he says? I think that'd be the smart thing to do. Maybe we could try to find a way to magically circumvent the suggestion trap, if that's what that was. Yes, perhaps. Well, I certainly wish you the best of luck, and if you need any assistance, I'm here to help. Well, I suggest you go on down to the Rusty Dragon, sit at a table, drink some drinks, and do what adventurers do best when confronted with such conundrums. Talk about it amongst yourselves. I was going to say have a drink and wait for it all to blow over, but that sounds like a much more productive idea. I was thinking we could murder it. We could murder the the stairs. Yes, Reeton, we, we certainly could. I see that Reeton has already started drinking. No, this is pretty normal. <laughs> Murder the stairs, he says. <laughs> He's so funny. Very well. Toodaloo! The team finds itself at the Rusty Dragon, where they're at singed tabletops, and uh, the smell of smoke is still in the air. You're seated around a table. Drinks are in front of you. You have a number of clues and snippets of ramblings. Did you make notes about them? Yeah. You know what we need to do is, I believe we need to figure out what this uh, rune, rune, rune forge that was called. Yeah, yeah, I got some of those. So we have a rune forge, something about to go there down a certain day. A lot of this stuff is cryptic. Yeah, I think it's meant to be cryptic. So, you know, adventurers don't just go wander down there and do stuff, right? pesky adventurers. And we want to go back and try and explore the tunnel? We could also go down and just peek at them again. We have this one here. About seven faces. So I remember Runeforge. When we were at that library, did anybody see books on the Runeforge at all? No. Okay. Okay, one of the scribblings says, If Magic Bright is your desire to old Runeforge, you must retire. For only there does wizard's art receive its due and proper start. And then another one said, 
On frozen mountain, Jin awaits his regal voice of the yawning gates. Keys turned twice in Seahedron, a culted runeforge waits within. Did we have a map that showed the area was before it became Varicia? I thought we picked a map up that, that showed what it looked like before Varicia. Yes, you do have a map of that. That is correct. Can we pull that up? Because that sounds like something a map would help with. Yes. There's this one. An old map of uh, ancient Varicia. Yeah. I don't think I have it built. But you found one. Okay. So another one was each stone the grace of seven lords. One part of key each ruler hoards. If offered spells and proper prayer, take seven keys and climb the stair. Another one you found. On eastern shores of steaming mirror, at end of day when dusk is nearer, when seven faces silent wait, encircled guards at Runeforge gate. And the last one. And now you've come and joined the forge upon rare lore your mind can gorge, and when you slough the mortal way in Runeforge long, your work shall stay. So my suggestion is you look at each of these things and see what you can figure out. Okay, so who are the seven? Does anybody know where we could potentially get seven keys, right? Because that's the first thing we need is the seven keys if we're going to get into this Runeforge place. This is telling a story of what to do. Mm -hmm. So you have to put the stanzas in order. All right, let me Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to give you an opportunity to figure this out uh, before rolling skill checks. Mountains in... Anyone know anything about the Zen Mountains? Seem very peaceful to me. Seven lords, seven keys. It seems like if magic bright is your desire, would be the first paragraph or the first stanza. Okay, so you'll put that first. Okay, then what? Which one? And I think the last one, the and now you've come and joined the forge. I think that should be the that should be the last one. Okay. Joining joining the forge would be the last. So we have to figure out what the middle one is. The are. second, third, and fourth one. I think the fourth one on Eastern Shores of Streaming Mirror, the day and when dusk is. I think that is the second. Who has a, a knowledge geography check? Not me. I could do that. Ruggish everything. Mm hmm. 27. Oh. Well, the word mirror is a metaphor for lake. Uh-huh. And you know that in Varicia, Lake Storm Under is known for its plentiful hot springs and geysers. Ooh, hot springs, hot springs. A steaming mirror. We have to go to the hot springs. Ooh, hot springs episode. Roll another knowledge geography check, DC 20. 24. 24. Well, you know that there is a mysterious circle of seven stone heads that stand upon the western slope of a mountain called Rhyme Skull on Storm Under's eastern shore. All right. So Rhyme Skull, you said. Yes. And as you assemble the stanzas in the proper order, you see this. If magic bright is your desire, to old ruin forge you must retire, for only there does wizard's art receive its due and proper start. On eastern shores of steaming mirror, at end of day when dusk is nearer, where seven faces silent wait encircled guards at Runeforge gate. That would be Rhyme Skull. 
Each stone the grace of seven lords, one part of key each ruler hoards. If offered spells and proper prayer, take seven keys and climb the stair. On frozen mountain, Jin awaits his regal voice, the young and gates. Keys turn twice in Sihedrun, occulted runeforge waits within. And now you've come and join the forge upon rare lore your mind can gorge. And when you slough the mortal way in runeforge long, your work shall stay. I don't like the last part. It sounds like we're going to be trapped there. It's very foreboding. Yeah. So now you have a new handout in the handout section. Perfect. This is our first handout of the new book, right? Mm-hmm. So we are going to go to Rhyme something mountain. Rhyme skull mountain. I pull out my mini-map. And you pull out your mini-map. Okay, let's go back to Varicia map. And the Rhyme Skull up there by the Nolands. Oh, damn. Far, far away. Oh, yeah, I see it. This is Lake Stormunder, just east of Brinewall and north of the Red Mountains. In fact, Rhyme Skull is in the Kodar Mountains, the very tip of it, southwestern tip. Well, I wonder how we're going to get there, guys. Well, you're not familiar with the place, are you? No. I could get to Jorgenfist, and that's like halfway there. Then we just have to go through giant infested mountains. I mean, we could probably take them, but what about Roderick's Cove? Are you familiar with that? Probably the best way would either to be take a ship to Brianwall or fly there somehow. We go to Magnamar and buy four flying brooms. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Literally, if only the witch was still in the party, if only Tev was here. Mm-hmm. We can kind of pop out now, now that we've kind of decoded this thing and, and you've gotten a place to go. You are free to finish up purchases, maybe go back down to the the Shrine of Lamashtu and find any last little bits that were hidden, or take off and go to Rhymeskull. What would you like to do? I think we definitely shouldn't leave until we're sure that Shrine of Lamash 2 has been cleared out of any threats. I think afterwards we should maybe consider a shopping trip to Magnamar. And from Magnamar we could buy a boat to Brinewall like that voice in the sky said. It's true. Alright, so first order business will be going back down and trying to find if there's any last little hidden bits. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm, I'm assuming you will be able to put into place protections to prevent any further suggestions from happening. Protection from evil would probably be enough to get us through, maybe? I can put protection from evil communal on all four of us, and I can mm-hmm. also cast prayer. Mm-hmm. And that will additionally increase Give the... a plus one luck bonus, and I can right. also cast Unbreakable Heart. I'm going to take that as appropriate precautions, in order to get past the trap? Yes. You get past the trap and you discover, let's go back to that map, back to Lamashtu Shrine, and then back down there, and then we'll move all of you down to the right place. You are all standing in the Outer Sanctum. Uh, again, the wall had reformed itself. You have, you can clearly see it's, or, or find the door there. You reopen the door, and you are standing before the foggy corridor partially rebel-strewn corridor. What do you wish to do? And we all look at Imram. He casts his spells. Yep. My shield will light up, and I'll start tapping everybody on the forehead. I'm just going to assume everyone passes this test. 
Uh, I think that's appropriate. And so you get on through and you discover that there's a secret hidden, another hidden wall or a door behind a illusory wall down at the very end of the passage. Do we want to have Harper check it for traps or do we want to have Reeton kick the door open? Hmm. Well, Reeton, what do you think? I'm going to charge the door. Okay. The door gets kicked in. Okay. And you see a small room, 15 by 10. And there's a body here. And there's a body. The walls of this room are decorated with flowering script and runes. To the north slumps a human, bloody body, its limbs apparently broken in a dozen places. A low table against the east wall is covered with vials of colored liquid, and sitting in an inkwell is a quill made from a peacock's feather. There's a quill here. I don't Mm -hmm. know if anybody wants a quill. Noel pockets the quill. Okay, Noel, Noel pockets the quill. There are 17 vials of ink, each worth about eight gold. There are scribblings all over the walls, like most of the wall, like everywhere else. Walls, ceilings, rooms, floors, everywhere. But in this, they consist of more than merely invocations to Lamashtu. There are notes the scribbler has taken regarding the state of the world beyond, as reported to him by the various spirits and outsiders he's conjured, as well as via commune, divination, and speak with dead spells that he cast on the body he keeps here. The notes impart a feeling of someone from out of time, doing what he can, to gather intelligence on a world that has moved on. Runeforge is mentioned several times. The Scribbler very much wants to send agents to the dungeon in order to gather supplies and rate it for magic items and texts, since he has grown convinced that the complex has long since been forgotten and abandoned. In particular, his notes speak of something called Runeforged Weapons, items that the Scribbler believes could be quite useful against the Rune Lords and their allies, yet the methods of creation of which seem to have been lost somewhere in Runeforge itself. The dead body is that of Jaren Besviar, who was in life a corporal in the Sandpoint Militia, and he served as leader of the group of guards Hemlock sent into these chambers. He looks very fresh. He looks very fresh, like freshly mm-hmm. dead, I assume? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't eat it, Reed. Well, that's weird, because it's been a while. Is there a spell in this room that, like, has preserved his body? It's possible. We should maybe take this back into town and see if anyone can identify. There was guards folk missing, right? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up the body so we can take him so he can have a proper burial. Oh, that's very kind of you. It's very neutral good of you. And you know, realistically, if I'm getting hungry while we're headed up there. Right. Cause you don't need to eat. You're right. Alright, well, any investigation of as to any of the other items that were here? The Different colored ink vials, which are worth a little gold. Eight gold apiece. I'd like to check out the table more. I just don't know where to start, to be honest. Okay. There's a table with vials of colored liquid on it. And an empty inkwell where a quill was once placed. What kind of check? No check. Well, I think what she's asking is they're not magical or anything like that. We can't... Oh, uh, you detect magic and there is no magic remaining in the room. Other than what is on your bot, your your persons. No, oh, the the quill, the quill. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Can we check out the quill? Oh, the quill! Yes, you pull it out, and oh, it is definitely glowing magical. <laughs> All right, the quill is a strong divination magical item. Would you like to attempt to use a spellcraft to identify? 
I got a 30. Ooh, this is a revelation quill. The quill is fashioned from a peacock's tail feather. Its nib is made of bone, and when held in one's hand, the quill seems strangely heavy. If placed in an empty vial or other glass container of similar size and left there for an hour, a revelation quill fills that container with ink. The ink created is of a random color 50% of the time, otherwise the ink is black. Explaining why there are multicolored vials of ink about. While a revelation quill can certainly function as a standard writing implement, its true strength lies in its ability to answer questions. Once per day, the, if the user concentrates on a specific future goal, event, or activity occurring within the coming week, the revelation quill takes over and writes out a short phrase in response, often in the form of a cryptic rhyme or omen, much in the same way the divination spell functions. Once per week, the user may use the quill in the same way to cast Contact Other Plane instead, asking up to 10 questions of the mysterious intellect that guides the Revelation Quill. All right, so now that you've informed us of that, Noel, <laughs> do we want to contact the other plane? We should probably ask questions about that uh, Runeforge place, right? I think that'd be a good call. But Noel's going to go ahead and take the quill and dump it into some of the ink that's nearby mm -hmm. and walk up to one of the walls, right? If mysteries like these you truly adore, tune in next week to Clinton's core. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we're out of time. I know.